Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. He's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Senator. Today we're talking about efforts by staff of the Chicago Reader to get its first ever collective bargaining agreement mm -hmm. and its efforts to persuade its owner to stop the downward spiral of resources mm -hmm. and to get it to reinvest. Yes. So Rapports owns Suntimes Media. Yeah, Rapports is a uh, consortium of investors that owns the Reader and the Sun-Times. The Reader staff formed into a collective bargaining unit in January 2015, is that right? Yes, that was when the vote occurred. And that was after numerous staff cuts, yes, pay freezes, and general uncertainty about the paper's future on the part of the staff. Mm -hmm. And you and I originally talked about having this conversation back in July, and at that point you weren't willing to go public with uh, negotiations with management. Yeah. But all that changed in late September when you did go public in a big way. Yeah. How many people are in the collective bargaining unit? There's 18 people who are in the unit, and then there's two people who are contested. Gets an old issue of the management says two people should not be allowed to be in the unit because they're management. The union says they should be in the bargaining unit because they're editorial. They don't have management decisions in the conventional meaning of the word. While the union represents just non management staff, the entire staff has felt strongly about how the reader's owner has starved the newspaper. This past February, there was an appearance by Bruce Sagan, who is chairman of the board of Suntimes Holdings on the TV show Chicago Newsroom. Let's listen to what Mr. Sagan had to say about the reader. A reader has a future if we can figure out how the economic model can be made to work. So you and Jim Kirk had a meeting with them, didn't you? Oh, yeah. They, they meet with them regularly. They, you know, they, yeah. There's an editor there, yeah. nice guy, and they're working Maloli, at it. Maloli, Jake Maloli, right? Yeah, Jake. Mm -hmm. And we're revising the doing work on the staff on the sales end of it. To some extent, that got ignored, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. we're reconstituting that, and we're looking at it. We intend to keep it. We intend to make it run. And Mr. Sagan there is referring to Jim Kirk, who is not captain of the Starship Enterprise. He is the publisher of the Sun-Times. Bruce Sagan, he's one of the investors in Rapports. He's sort of the public face that they put out. I don't know how much authority he has within that consortium of investors over anybody else, but he's a very avuncular, smart guy. He's been around Chicago newspapers even longer than I have, if that's possible. A couple of months after Mr. Sagan made these comments, the Reader employees posted an online petition to Mr. Sagan, which last time I checked had about 7,000 signatures. And Michael Miner wrote in April, quote, negotiations on an initial contract have been a slog, and their failure to get anywhere in particular has exacerbated the frustration that the petition expresses. They've inspired the rank and file to look beyond the bargaining table to get something accomplished, and the petition is an expression of that. So what has your role been? My role is to be a spokesperson for the union during these negotiations. 
And I'm also on the bargaining team. So you're at the bargaining table yeah. to hammer out a contract. There are some basics that we've agreed on, but there's a few things out there. Salary. We haven't even gotten to the salary yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Negotiations have been going on. And as I said earlier, in July, when we talked about having this conversation, you were reluctant to air them. But then something changed in September that caused you folks to change your mind because you yourself went public on September 28th, 2016 in a letter that appears on medium.com, yeah. which is an online forum for writers. Yeah. The name of the article is Help Us Win the Fight for the Reader. It's Bold Writing Must Be Saved. Yeah. And I'll just pull one line out of your article. Quote, we need investments so the reader doesn't die of malnourishment. What caused you folks to suddenly decide to go public? Frustration on the staff's part. Because the pace of negotiations pace is, negotiation too slow. is so slow. It's been going on, again, January of 2015. Effectively, this is how long it's been going on. This is the first contract that everybody always tells us first contract's the toughest. People have left since then. So it's frustrating. People become, I wouldn't even say impatient, but they want to see some signs, tangible signs, that the paper is going to invest in them. That's what the issue is. If we bring this issue to the public, maybe we can rally support and let people know that there's an urgency here, and there is an urgency here. So the readers, staffers decided, let's go public. Ben, that's all we have time for. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Senator. Listeners, we always welcome your questions and comments and your suggestions for future interviews. You can email us via contact at chigov.com. Via Twitter, our handle is chigovt. And on Facebook, find our page at InsideGov. That's G-O-V. If you want to support the effort to save the reader on Twitter, use hashtag SaveTheReader. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.